You're listening to Coffee and Valkyries, a podcast about your favorite NWSL club, OL Reign. Welcome to another episode of Coffee and Valkyries. The NWSL Fall Series continues for OL Reign as they host their Cascadia rivals, the Portland Thorns, this Saturday. Forward Leah Pruitt has made an appearance in the last two matches of the fall series at Utah and Portland after missing the NWSL Challenge Cup due to recovery from a knee injury. It's time to get to know Leah on this episode of the podcast. Leah, first of all, thank you very much for taking the time to chat with us. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm very excited to be here. Thank you for taking the time to talk to me too and just get to know me a little better. And yeah, I'm excited to talk to you guys. Sounds good. So I guess we'll start with um how how are you feeling after the long time off from injury how how do you think your recovery is going and how does it feel to get back out on the field um it's been great i think having this time to this fall series just to get my confidence back on the ball get my fitness back has been really good for me just to get the touches back i was out for like quite a bit so just being able to come out here and play with the best of the best has been awesome and after playing Utah, like my first game back in probably over a year, I just had a smile on my face and it felt so good to be out there. And soccer is what I love. So it was awesome to be able to be back out there and be competitive again. So yeah, this time has been really good. And being with the rain has been awesome. So I'm really enjoying it so far. You had mentioned on a little piece that uh, the team had posted that you used the time to recover from your injury uh, to kind of basically reflect on um, just kind of everything like what uh, the game means to you. Can you just kind of elaborate a little bit on that period where, you know, you were at home and watching the team from afar during the Challenge Cup and just kind of, you know, assessing everything that's going on with, uh, you know, your injury, recovering from it, your playing career, career, and then, you know, in the midst of, you know, the most unimaginable of years for anybody really. Yeah. So being in like injured and seeing people play is obviously hard. So I, when I found out that I was going to need surgery again and just have to recover, it was pretty hard, but I knew it was something that I wanted to do because soccer is where I have the most passion and find my happiness, honestly. So that was just the grind to get back was just knowing that getting back on the field and playing with the girls around me was was what was driving me to get better and yeah seeing the challenge cup and you know I got waved right before coming to the rain and then through the challenge cup I knew I was going to be on a new team so being able to cheer them on and look forward to just a totally new beginning was also making me push harder too because I'm like I have another chance another opportunity like a fresh start so yeah, that time was pretty difficult, I think, for everybody, but it was perfect for me just to get my knee back in shape and be like, okay, if I can get myself through this weird time, um, I'll come back even better and stronger. So yeah, I think it was good to have my family around me too, because they pushed me and helped me and the support was what I needed at the time. What was the nature of your uh, injury, if you can share with us? Because you said that you needed surgery, so obviously it was something serious. Can you just share a little bit about the nature of your injury and then really how are you feeling physically uh, as we talk right now? So I had 
uh, initial surgery, which was MPFL reconstruction. So my kneecap would dislocate all the time. I would like go for a header, come down and it would pop out. So um, that was like the initial one. And then I just had like minor cleanups kind of just to get it right. So yeah, that's just kind of what I was dealing with. And now physically, I feel a lot better. Uh, my knee has definitely improved a lot. I think just getting back into like soccer shape and being able to play a 90 minute game is kind of like what I need to improve on and what I'm still working towards. But I think just being able to be with the team again and being able to compete with the girls is getting me back to where I want to be. And you know, obviously um, new team this year being with the rain after um, being with North Carolina originally, what's been just your overall reaction to being a part of this club? Um, I think just the girls are really welcoming. The coaches are awesome. Um, they're always willing to do extra work, like go in and do early morning shooting, post shooting, like whatever I need to help me get better. They're very focused on making sure I'm healthy and the trainers have been awesome and very helpful and just being able to help me manage my knee and make sure I'm like doing the best I can. So I think it's been awesome. They're very welcoming and like family oriented. So it's been really good. And I'm from Southern California. So being on the West coast has been great too. And I have like some family up here. So it's been great. Speaking of being from Southern California, but also, you know, enjoying the state of Washington, we know that you um, ended your college career and went and most of your college career was at USC and as Jacob was looking up some of your stats, he noticed that you score uh, scored a lot of goals in the state of Washington. Uh, are you hoping to continue that, or did you even know that was a trend? I honestly had no idea. <laughs> now that I think about it, I we had two teams in the Pac-12 up here, so I've been here a few times. So I love that stat, though. So hopefully, I can just keep keep it higher, <laughs> keep getting it higher. <laughs> For those that might have just seen you for the first time when you made your appearances in the last two games, how would you describe your style of play? Um, I would say I'm very aggressive and physical player. And like I post up, but I could also attack like 1v1 players. Um, I love to go to goal. I'm not afraid to take shots. So I think I'm just like a feisty, powerful forward, I would say. Is there a player or two that you would say you've kind of emulated your, you know, your playing style based on however you, you watched uh, them play? Um, I wouldn't say specific one. I kind of just go out on the field and give it all I got. So I don't really try to mock anyone, but I watch a lot of soccer. So I do try to base my play off of like the best players in the world. But I think just like by giving a hundred percent effort and, work ethic on the field and having a good attitude is what I try to do every time I go on the field. I'm a little older than you. So I grew up with the, the 99ers being inspiration as I was a teenager. Did you, were there, were there players that you looked up to as you were growing up and maybe perhaps as a two-parter of that question, um, does it feel like um, to you, there's just so many, more options for young girls nowadays to really see women pro athletes as, as those kind of role models. 
Yeah, definitely. Um, I used to watch the U.S. women play all the time when I was younger. So like I was in love with Abby Wambach and Mia Hamm and those girls. And now like it's crazy. I'm playing with Steph Cox and she like was telling me about her experience at the World Cup and it was just so cool. Like I'm here playing with these girls too now. And like, I'm the one that these young girls are looking up to now, like when I was in their shoes. And it just, that's like one of the biggest take backs from the game for me is just being able to um, be an inspiration for young girls to want to play soccer. And I think now more than ever, soccer for women is so like becoming so big. And I think it's just a great opportunity for young girls to just see it and be inspired and just want to like go out and get it and do whatever they want because it's achievable. So it's awesome. I was going to jump back again um, to your time at USC. You won a national championship, I think, was that your sophomore year? Yes, my sophomore year. What was just your overall experience like playing there? Um, and I know you made the switch to, to come to USC um, and perhaps just reflect a little bit about your college journey. Uh, I loved USC. It was the best time of my life and the team was amazing. And I, yeah, so my freshman year, I went to San Diego State and then um, ended up transferring to USC. My dad played football at San Diego State and I committed very young and went there and did it for a year and just wanted something different and more. So I decided I wanted to go to a Pac-12 school and Kadani and Jason were awesome. And my soft, it was crazy, like going from a, being a transfer my sophomore year. And I didn't start in any of those sophomore year games. I like would come off the bench and just be like, kind of like a spark plug fire rocket. They would say like on the, off the bench and just do whatever I could to help the team. And that, moment when we won the national championship was still is still like definitely top five things ever to happen in my life and every year after that we would like that was the goal just to win another national championship but it was so awesome like how competitive our practices were how family oriented we were as well like we just wanted to go out on the field and do like give it all we could because of our teammates so it was yeah, I really loved my time at USC and I would do anything to go back, honestly. <laughs> You'd mentioned that your dad played at San Diego State. Who was the best athlete in the family? <laughs> well, honestly, my mom is like a top, she is in her age group. She's top 10 in CrossFit right now. And I think it's literally awesome because she didn't grow up playing like a sport she didn't do d1 soccer or anything like that or any sports and now she just like shredded like so awesome at crossfit and so i literally just joke around and be like she's literally the best athlete in my family but we're all very athletic i have an older sister who also played soccer she's a year older than me and she went to lmu and was a goalie actually so it's funny we're like on opposite sides and we played each other in college but i didn't score on her we'd always joke around about that and my brother is a wrestler at um, a small school in uh, California that's D1. So, yeah, we're all very athletic. <laughs> Have you tried or do you think you could hang with your mom in, in her CrossFit uh, uh, routine? Um, I've gone to a couple classes with her and she kicked my butt. So <laughs> I think it'll take – I was like, maybe after soccer I could try it. But that's 
just a whole nother level of commitment. So we'll see. <laughs> Something we noticed uh, during your, um, while you were playing at USC and even now, um, you wear the number 35. Is there any significance to that number or it's just a number that you've just uh, stuck with throughout your life? Um, it didn't mean anything to me until I got to USC. I, they just gave me that number. I remember being like, oh, like they didn't ask me what number I'm going to be. Like, hopefully it's nothing in the thirties and nothing mm -hmm. with a five. Like I literally didn't, like it was exactly what I didn't want. And then mm -hmm. I got it. And then I just, I think my time at USC, like my sophomore year, I just ended up loving it and it was different and no one else had it. And I remember the coaches being like, do you want to change your number? And I'm like, no, I'm thir like 35 is me now. Like I love it. So yeah, it has significance now to me, but it didn't before USC. Your avoidance was it based on superstition or just you? I mean, obviously it's an abnormally high number for any yeah. soccer player to have. I would always like when I was growing up, I was always like four, 44. And then I went to uh, San, Diego, San Diego State and was 22. So I was like always evens. Mm -hmm. And like, so I was like, I, yeah, I don't know, but it ended up now I love it. So it's fine. <laughs> We recently had Madison Hammond on and we're talking a little bit about the jump from college to pro and how things just are so much faster in the program. You have to do everything faster. I'm curious, um, you know, as you've had a couple of years now in pro soccer, uh, what would you say are some of the things where, what parts of your game would you say you've grown the most from in making the leap, leap from college to pro? Um, I think like, being able to just be strong and be able to hold the ball. These girls are a lot more physical and faster. So I think like I need to be faster on the ball. I need to be stronger. That's definitely been a shift. Um, and just being smarter with like certain plays and movement off the ball. And that all that has to do with like, I think, um, sorry. I think that has to do with a lot of just, uh, I can't think of the word, but just when your teammates, you just know each other's movements and stuff like that. So just having good like balance on the field and being strong and physical and fast. I think that's been a big transition. Speaking of other transitions, you guys went from playing not a lot of um, games and you of course didn't get a chance to play in the challenge cup to another, to a big break and then back to back games, you know, with a couple of days rest. I'm curious, just, um, your overall reflections on um, what you think um, the team's performance has been like in its first two fall series matches. Yeah, I think going back to back has been tough, but I we worked really hard before the game started, just practicing like basically every day um, with a lot of running and playing like inner squad scrimmages. So I think we did the best preparation we could for the games that came up. And I, I think everyone's just so thankful that we get to play in games. So no one's really complaining about the back-to-back -back games. And so, yeah, I think just being able to play has been great. And I think that's just the way to build chemistry too with the girls. So that's been a plus as well. You guys have a, another game coming up against Portland after kind of a rough outing um, with 10 days ago now or so. Um, what, what did you guys kind of take away from that game and what are you hoping to see in the game coming up two days from now? I think we took away a lot and want to just come out and be strong, tough, physical, 
um, work hard for each other. And now we kind of, we know how Portland plays and knows that they're not going to come out soft or anything like that either. And now we're at home. So we have even more reason why we want to win. So I think we just need that attitude to come out, be strong, go for the three points and yeah, just go out and do it for each other. And so I think we did a lot of like, we watched the game over and just saw what we could work on better and how we could be better. And so I think that was a big takeaway. And I think now we're ready to come out strong. You've talked about, um, you know, getting to know your teammates and getting yourself acclimated to the uh, environment, also learning, you know, the style of play and everything. If there's one on the field skill from your OL reign teammates that you'd like to have, whose skill is it? Oh, that's hard. Everyone's really good. <laughs> I seriously can't pick one player. I think they all bring like such cool, different uniqueness to the team. Like, like I would say I'm like a very physical forward. And then you have Sophia who is more technical and fast. And then Jazz who's just so fast and like the ball never leaves her foot. And Bethany who can like dribble through a bunch of girls, get a header, get like a beautiful shot off. So I think we all bring cool, unique, like variety to our forward line. So yeah, it's hard to just pick one because they're all so good. And I like love playing with them every day because I think I take something away from their game that I could implement into mine. So it's great. Yeah, looking at, oh, sorry, oh, go ahead, Steve. I was gonna say, so you know, looking at these last two games for the of the season, um, you know, we've talked a little bit about what the team hopes to get out of it, but what what are you looking at hoping to what do you hope to get out of these last two games yourself is kind of the team and you look to kind of prepare for twenty twenty one and how the season's going to be different again with expansion and hopefully with a more regular season and everything. Yeah. Um, I think having these two games is great because we haven't been able, like I haven't been in, been able to play in so long. So I want to just go out and do the most I can, um, whether it's 90 minutes or two minutes, I'm going to go out and give it all I got. So hopefully I can get pop in a couple goals for my team and, um, you know, hopefully we can pull out two wins. And yeah, like you said, there's going to be an expansion. So this team will probably never be the same again. But that's why I think it's really important. We just like can pull through for each other and give everything we got and hopefully come out with some wins. I was just going to ask a question, um, thinking about playing Portland again. Uh, obviously, this year is just so different in so many ways. But one thing that is different is there's no fans in the stand for uh, what's one of the biggest or the biggest NWSL rivalry? Uh, what it, does it does it still feel like to you, being of course newer to the team, like there is a rivalry even without fans between the two teams? Yeah, I think there definitely is that vibe still. Um, I think the game's a lot more physical. You know, you could just tell like there's like a chip on our, both of our shoulders. Like we want to win. Like we don't like each other. So. And um, in the Portland game, actually, they had, like, fake fan noise when we were playing. So it kind of felt like the same still, like, loud and, like, under pressure. So it was pretty cool. You could hear that in the stadium, too, huh? Yeah, it was playing in the stadium. It was, like, at first I was like, what? That is weird. <laughs> and it was pretty cool. <laughs> That's fun. Leah, if you do find the back of the net in, the, uh, in any of these last two games, do you have a goal celebration in mind or – Kind of like your, like your primary goal celebration. Uh, 
I need to come up with one, but normally I just like smile really big and like jump up and like hug my team. I don't have anything like cool, but hopefully I'll be able to cheer with my teammates when, and get a goal. Okay. We have a few um, kind of rapid fire fun questions as well um, to, to throw at you that we've, we've also thrown at some of your teammates. So hopefully you're ready for that. Although this one I think is very unique and I'm pretty sure this is going to be the only time we're going to ask uh, a soccer player about this. So Leah, per your USC bio page, it said that you have a career goal of becoming an FBI agent. Discuss. Um, yeah, I still want to be one. Um, I got my major in sociology and minor in forensics and criminality, and I'm actually working on my master's right now in criminal justice. So once soccer is done with me, that's probably where maybe find me. So yeah, that's my other passion. What was the inspiration for that? Um, I've just always been super interested in like learning about that stuff. And I have met a few like district attorney officers and people that are in that kind of field and they've been very inspiring to me. So that's kind of what sparked my interest. Are you someone who's a fan of true crime shows and podcasts then? I watch a lot of crime shows. Yes. Mm -hmm. Do you have any recommendations or favorites? Um, well, I also like really like reality TV. So I like like how to get away with murder, like the more mm. drama ones. So if, if you've ever seen that, it's pretty good. Yeah, that one's wild. Yeah, I know. I also read, um, we did a little reading on you. I read that one of your guilty pleasures is the exact same as mine, which is French fries. Um, do you have a preferred type of fry or do you kind of love them all equally? I think I love them all equally, but it's fair. Yeah, they're all so good. I can't, like I whenever somebody asks me that, I'm like, I can't pick a favorite. They're all good. That's why <laughs> it's my favorite. <laughs> Whatever fry is in front of me is yeah, my favorite. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Does that hold true also for dipping sauces related to fries? Um, I like all. Yes, I like all <laughs> dipping sauces: ketchup, ranch, honey mustard, whatever's in front of me. Honestly. <laughs> All right. Leah, if you were in charge of the team's match date playlist, what three songs do you put on there? Oh, um, I would put on for sure a Drake song. Mm, like started from the bottom, now we're here. That's a good classic. Um, probably Big Bank. I'm thinking like these are the ones that get me pumped and ready. So clean version, of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me think. Probably, and then probably like get like me, like a throwback one, mm -hmm. but like a lot of, yeah, just where it gets people like dancing and in the zone. <laughs> Have you ever noticed that sometimes a clean version of a song actually sounds better than the original explicit version? Yeah. And it like flows better sometimes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've noticed that. <laughs> I get really confused too when I've heard the clean version multiple times like on the radio or something and then you hear the real one and you're like that is not what yeah. the version I know. You're like I did not expect it to be that yeah. <laughs> If um, a movie were made about your life who would you pick to play you? Oh my gosh these are crazy I don't know <laughs> um, maybe Blake Lively because she's beautiful <laughs> and blonde. 
she's a great act actress. <laughs> okay. Um, this question has been kind of an interesting one amongst uh, the oil rain locker room. It's kind of divided the locker room actually. So we want to know where does Leah Pruitt stand on pineapple on pizza? I love pineapple on pizza. That's my favorite. <laughs> it is tipped towards uh, pro pineapple on pizza. Yes. <laughs> You've got some strong opinions on your team on that one. So. <laughs> I need to bring that up in the locker room because I haven't heard anybody talk about that yet. Well, the, <laughs> the most vehemently opposed people, I think, are currently overseas, pretty far away from oh, you. Right. So you, you can I'm, speak I'm freely about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think most notably Jess Fishlock is not in the locker room oh, okay. right now. So you can talk about it amongst Madison Hammond, Bethany Balser, and you, you, know, you won't hear a strong objection from the other end of the locker room. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> oh, go right ahead, Steve, so, sorry. So, so, so you finally got to Tacoma probably a few months later than you'd originally planned and maybe not with as much ability to experience as, as normal, but have you been able to get out some? And most importantly, are you ready for the rainy season to start tomorrow? I'm not ready for the rainy season. I keep telling people, oh, it's so nice up here. And they're like, just wait, like you're not gonna like it once it starts to rain, but I feel like it'll be fine. And we live like right on, um, the water so it's been awesome to like go and just walk around down there and uh, my friend actually from USC has a house on Mason Lake so I've gotten to go up there a few times and I went to Seattle like once but yeah I've just been busy like doing soccer stuff so only got to explore a little bit but I can't wait to get to know the city and state a lot better. Playing in the rain in the light rain is my favorite version of playing in soccer so hopefully you come to enjoy it yeah uh, I can't say that's my favorite but <laughs> yeah hopefully I learned to love it too <laughs> I grew up here though so <laughs> well we've all we've gone through all the questions that we had for this chat with you Leah so we do we like to do what we've always done is like leave the last word to our guests so you are our guest so the last word is yours Anything you'd like to say, shout outs to friends, families, whatever's on your mind. Um, just thank you for having me. And I can't wait to keep repping the OL rain and hopefully just do as much as I can for the team and just have a great time in the city. Thank you. Awesome. Well, Leah, thank you very much for taking the time to chat with us. Hope you had fun. I did. Thank you guys for talking to me. That was fun. Thank you. Yeah, it's good to meet you guys. <laughs>